Sachim daf kufyud beis eight lines to the top of kufyud beis amin aleph tanur rabban and leish to adam ayim leil bleil revius leil bleil shabbosus vimshasa damer breishim and pnei sakana that a person should not drink water not on Tuesday evening and not on Friday night and the Rashbam points out that we're referring here only when it's dark and there's no neiros but if he drinks it then it could potentially could come to harm you and therefore it's like you caused your own dam to be spilled and therefore damer breishim and pnei sakana because it's a sakana to drink water during those times. My sakana, what is the sakana? Ruach ra, it's a bad ruach, meaning we were talking about till now, mazik and shadim and kishif, and now we have a new idea that there's ruach ra, that's shara on water. Then tzachi, and if a person is thirsty, my takante, what should you do on those evenings if it's dark and you don't have a candle, how can you drink water? Lame, you should say, shiva kailish amadavad alamayim. You should say the following sukkim, they have seven words of kailish that David said, near water, vahadanishti, and then afterwards you should drink. Shinema, it says in the pasuk, kail hashem alamayim, that's one, kail hakavit hirim, hashem alamayim rabim. These are of course, that we say every Friday night. And if you don't want to say these psukim, you could say as follows. These four words are incantations, like Rashbam says, and I am sitting between stars, I'm going between thin and fat people and therefore you could go and choose from them don't come after me if you don't want to say that if there's another person that's with you in your house wake that person up you say that person say in the name of the person that you're with for example you say Ruben the son of Rachel I am thirsty for water come drink with me so therefore the shade or the mazik will know that you're together with someone else and they will go away and then you could drink the water if that doesn't work then you should bang the lid of a barrel on the barrel itself and you make a lot of noise and then you could drink if not you could throw something into the water and then you could drink as well it's not pure water so the prior Gemara was talking about water in a cup and now the Gemara continues and talks about water from rivers and from swamps you can't drink water not from river not from swamp on any night and if you do drink again what's Sakana Sakana it's Sakana you could become blind, and there was a mouth that was muna on blindness called shavriya as, as well. If a person is thirsty and he only has water from the nar or agamim, what should you do? If you have another person with you, you should say to him, call that person and say, Ruvain, the son of Rachel, I'm thirsty for water, as we said before. If you don't have that possibility, then say to yourself, say your own name, say, for example, your name is Ruvain Barachel, say, Ruvain Barachel, my mother told me, is that Shavri, you should be careful from Shavri because you could get blind. Shavri, and you say all the words of Shavri and you break it down until you get to the last point, and therefore it'll break apart that malach. So, I'm thirsty for it because Shavri in a new earthen war, Kaili, and that will help you. And the Gemara continues that the mission says that you can't give less to an ani from the four kinds of wine, even an ani that takes from the Tamchri, as Rashbam said on Tzadik Tes Amid Beis, that a filu who misbangs with Tamchri shall even the poorest of the poor that takes that tzedakah from the tamchui that someone even has two sudas he did not take from the tamchui so the Mishnah taught us no matter what even if you don't get from tzedakah you actually have to go sell yuksus in order to buy abakaisis so the Gemara is pshito l'charit pasha to mitzvah rabbanon to have abakaisis of course you have to have abakaisis the Gemara says the chiddush is even according to 
that says, Asay Shabbat Chachobat Now, although generally we say it is a mitzvah of Shalash Sudas on Shabbos, however, if a person's poor, he shouldn't go and collect money for that, and he'd rather make his Shabbos like a weekday and only have, for example, two Sudas, and that's good enough according to Rabbi Kiva, and that's better than relying on people. Though you may think, by Abba Chaisis, Rabbi Kiva would say the same thing, but Hacha, Mishum Pesuminisa, even Rabbi Kiva is Maida, that because of Pesuminisa, even Ani has to go and sell his clothing and be Mitzarach Rabbias in order to go and be Mekayim Abba we learned in the yeshiva of Elio. Some learned this was actually Elio Anavi, and some learned it was a Tana called Elio. Even though Rabbi Kiva generally says, Even so, you should make sure to push yourself and get something special for Shabbos, even if it's something very small. What is this thing that's very small that you should do for Shabbos? Even this small fish that was like a sardine that used to be fried in oil and with flour, that was something special. That's something that even an Oni should push himself and make sure to get for Shabbos because he should be Mechabit Shabbos even if it takes a lot of effort. Ketan, like we learned in the Mishnah, that sometimes you have to push yourself and be strong like a leopard and light like an eagle or quick like a deer and strong as a lion in order to do the Ratzinakabari. So therefore, even though it's hard for an Oni to have these things, push yourself even further and make sure you have these things for Shabbos. And the Gemara continues to turn on, but we learn seven ideas that we're going to say right now that Rabbi Kiva told over to his son whose name was Rabbi Shua. Now, Rashbam points out that this Rabbi Shua was Rabbi Shua ben Kacha and it's Rabbi Shua who was the son of Rabbi Kiva. Now, why was Rabbi Shua ben Kacha called ben Kacha if it was ben Rabbi Kiva? And Rashbam brings down in the Gemara in Bukharis that says, that Ben Azai said this regarding Rabbi Kiva that the only one that was greater than him is Ben Azai who was the Kareach. And Taisus argues on Rashbam and he says it doesn't make sense that they would call him ben Kacha because the children that called the they had an English because of that, and therefore you see it's not a nice lush to call someone. And therefore, Tyson, of course, argues on a spam and holds Rabbi Shua Mekach, who was not the son of Rabbi Kiva, was a different Rabbi Shua. And Tyson just explains that when Ben Aze called Rabbi Kiva Kareach, he was just saying it, but it wasn't actually saying it in a lush and Gnai. The Gemara continues, Beni, my son, don't go and sit at the height of the city and learn over there. That's a place where many, many people pass, and because they'll be passing all the time, it'll disrupt your learning, and it's not a good spot to stay. Also, don't live in a city where the heads of the city, the mayor of the city, for example, is a Tamachacham, because if he's a Tamachacham, he's busy learning. As Rashbam explains, the Torah begins because he's busy learning, he won't be busy with the things that the Tzibah needs, for example, like building roads and fixing things. So therefore, it's not a good place to live. In addition, make certain that you don't go into your house quickly or suddenly, and for sure you shouldn't go into the house of your friend suddenly, as they may be busy with Mil Tzinusa and the Expectation is that they should have privacy. And the Rashbam brings down from Vayikru Rabba that Rabbi Yechukavah Ayla Beisam and Aneim Mishum Shenem Vidishma Kodesh Vayal Kodesh. That even the Kohen Gadol, he had little bells on the bottom of his robe in order that it should always be heard that he's walking into the Kodesh, even though no one was there. It was only in the Kodesh where no one else was. Also, Val Timdam and Alam Raglecham. Make sure you're always wearing shoes on your feet. As Rashbam says, Shagnai Adavol Tamachacham Sheil Yachav. It's a Gnai for Tamachacham to walk barefoot, as it says in Shabbos. Yim Kaadu Kol Mashiach Lebiikach Min Alam A person should sell everything that he has and you should make sure to purchase shoes for his feet. In addition, make sure to get up early and eat in the summer because it's hot and in the winter because of the cold and therefore you'll have energy in order to be much more healthy. As we explained before about the Tzach and don't come on to other Briyas and do business with a person that has a lot of mazel and if he's doing well therefore it'll be helpful to you as well. Papa says, 
It doesn't mean to buy or sell from that person because that person is doing well. It doesn't mean that you're going to buy something well from him or you're going to see it sell well. Maybe the opposite effect will happen that that person will do well and you won't. So what it means over here when Rabbi Kiva told Rabbi Shua to do this, it meant to become partners with that person and then based on the fact that you're partners with this person, his mazel will help you and you'll do well together with him. But what does it say in the passage? That your Maisidayim will be benched. And we learn, anyone that took a putter from Iyam, Ms. Barich, will have bracha. So you see from there, that's not only making shufas, even if you just do a transaction with that person, that'll be good enough, and you'll have mazel. Over there, we just said, Rabbi Kiva was Mitzvah and instructed Rabbi Shua. And here, he's instructing his Talmud, Rabbi Shemarichai. And this was when Rabbi Kiva was already in the jail based on him teaching Torah to the Yidden during the Roman rule and during the time of the Asari Gemachas. So Rabbi Shimon Yichai told his Rabbi, Rabbi Kiva, teach me Torah. Rabbi Kiva responded back to Rabbi Shimon Yichai, I'm not going to teach you Torah because I don't want to put you in Sakana. Amalei said, if you're not going to teach me, I'm going to tell to my father Yichai, he's going to go and he'll report you to the Roman government and of course it'll be worse for you. Now of course he wasn't going to do this, it's impossible that will happen, but he was just telling him how important it is to learn. So Amalei said, it's true that you want me to teach you and it's even more true that just as much as a calf wants to go and nurse from her mother the actual mother wants to give over to the child so therefore of course I want to give you Torah but still I can't do it if the eagle doesn't eat the calf doesn't eat from the mother the eagle is a so therefore I'm in a great sakana Rabbi Kiva responded back to Rabbi Shem and he said certain ideas which were very cryptic but he's actually teaching something over here if someone wants to choke themselves go and hang themselves on a great Elon, on a large Elon. Now what he was meaning to say, Rashbam points out, is if you want to go and teach over people and you want them to listen to you, make sure you tell them what Yeshua saw by a great Elon and make sure you say it over in the name of a Rav. So by learning by a Rebbe and then saying over members from the Rebbe, people will actually listen to you. Now Rashi actually says a major chiddush, and he says, Amar b'shem Adagadol, smash what he means to say it over in the name of Adagadol. Even if you didn't hear from that person, you still have a right to say it over from the name of Adagadol. Number two, when you teach your child, make sure you teach him from a safer that was checked and is properly written and there are no mistakes. What does this mean? Make sure you say, when you're teaching a child who's learning from the first time, like Rashi says, make sure you teach him in a good safer because if he makes a mistake at that point, once it gets in his brain, he's never going to get it correct afterwards. So make sure to teach it properly. Number three, don't cook in a pot that your friend already cooked. What's he referring to? Don't marry Gusha when her husband, her ex-husband, is still alive. Now, remember, because we learned Gosha Nasa Gusha When there's a divorce person that marries a divorcee, then there are four people in the bed with them because you have the husband's first wife in bed with them, and you have the wife's first husband in bed with them. As Rashbam says, Bishas Tashvish Zelu Beli Ishtar Rishayna Vizlay Still Bailu Rishayna Vitanya Loy Shamsh Adam Ishtar Vitan Eino Beishacharis Viyubano Kreg Lo Mamzer and Kreg Bnei Gusha Salev Ayin Rashbam. The Gemara says not only that you shouldn't marry a Gusha Bichayabala. And others say, what Rabbi Kiva meant to say is, you shouldn't even marry an Almano. Why not? And we turn to Kufi Bey's on base. As Rashbam says, the word that's placed over here is a euphemism for the Eva Tashmish. She could hate her new husband. And the Gemara continues with the number four thing that Rabbi Kiva told Rabbi Shimichai. And let's make sure to learn the Vav Lamed Aleph that says, as Vav Lamed Vav. And therefore, we learn as follows that if a 
person wants to do a great mitzvah and give person a loan and make sure that person has enough money to go into business, etc., and he'll still be able to make sure that he has a major profit from that, then he can make sure to give it to him, and then he'll benefit by sharing in the profitability, and he'll still have schar from that, then he'll have the mitzvah, but we will be, he'll be able to have the great profits, and still, he'll still have the schar. Mitzvah guftar, how can you have a mitzvah and also have a pure guf? No, you see, Isha, make sure you get married, you'll have children, and therefore, you'll have the mitzvah of having children, plus you'll have a guftar, because you won't have machshav azaris. Was mitzvah and instructed his children. Make sure not to live the city called because they were leitzani. They were scoffers. And if you lived there long enough, they're going to pull you and join you into the leitzani. Of course, leitzani is not good. Make sure not to sit on a bed of a guy. Now, what does that mean? It could happen. We have three pshatim. One is the leitikdu boy kriishba. Make sure not to go to sleep without kriishba. Like a guy would go to sleep. It could happen. Others say the leitinsef giyutar. Make sure not to marry a giyaris. Now, why should you marry giyaris? Ashbam explains. Make sure when you have a gyarius until tenderis, you don't embarrass her and don't bring up things about while they were goyim. And therefore, in this case, since you married her, you might come and be over on that. So it's better not to marry someone who's a gyarius. Others say, Amoris is actually talking about a guy. Because the story that happened to Rapapa. So the story was Rapapa loaned money to a gyarius woman. He went to collect the money. Now the woman knew that he's coming and he wanted to make sure that she wouldn't have to pay him. So she actually killed the child. She put the child under the bed and told her papa to sit on the bed while she was going to get her money. In the meantime, she came back and made a billboard on him and said that you killed my child. And her papa actually had to run away from that country. And because of that, we said, don't sit on a bed of a goya. And number three, make sure not to run away from taxes. That maybe they'll find that you were avoiding taxes and they'll take away from you everything that you own. Don't stand in front of a bull at the time that he's coming up from the swamp because the satan is going and jumping between his horns, which means that he's excited and he may go and gore you. We're only referring to a black bull and during the times of Nisan. During the times of Nisan, right after the winter season, the shore now sees that there's grass and vegetation. He's much more excited and potentially he'll go and he'll stice you. Rabbi Aisha learned you should stay away from a shartam that never sticed anyone for 50 hours because they're still dangerous and Mishamur from Mishamur, the full eyesight, which means make sure to stay very far apart. We learned from Ramea, even if the head of the bull is in the middle of eating and therefore is not really focused on you and its head is in its bucket with its food, still make sure to go up to your attic and take away the steps from underneath you and the ladder in order that the bull can't climb up. Now, of course, a bull can't climb up, but it just means to be very protected and make sure you stay away from bulls. In order to call a shar or call a bar, the way that you call them is by saying the words hein hein. Nizidari, but a gay lion, you say zaza. Nizid gamla, the way to call a gamel, da da. Nizid ava, when you're going and you're working with people by a ship, in order to get the ship moving, you say these words. Hilni, haya, hila, vihila, kulya, whatever that means, but ultimately it helps you move the ship for some reason. All these things that we just said, and we'll explain in the Gemara, are all bad for davacha, referring to tzaras. Or what is the case of her? Someone goes and lies down on skins that were by the tanner and they're not yet finished. So by lying on unfinished leather, that is something that could be dangerous for you. It's this large fish and you're eating it during the days of Nisan. That's not good for you. It's the leftover of these small fish that were left over and they weren't good for you either. If you take hot water and always throw
rolling on top of you and you do this in a normal fashion, then that's something that's not going to be good for you. If you go and walk on top of eggshells, that's not good for you. That if someone goes and washes their clothing and then they don't wait for eight days in order to wear it and they wear it within that time frame, though even if you try to get off the lice when you're washing it, it seems that the lice would rejuvenate within that time frame and because of the heat of the skin, it seemed like it would become alive again and therefore you should make sure not to wear them for eight days. But if you do, it could be kashav l'dabacha. It could cause a person to get saras. says, If there's a house with a cannon a person should not go into that house without shoes. My time, what's the reason? The standard is that cats kill snakes. And in the snakes, there are small boats. And if potentially some of these bones will get in a person's foot, it won't come out and the person will be in Sakana. Others say the opposite. That a person shouldn't go into a house that does not have a snake and he shouldn't go in there at night. My time, what's the reason? Because maybe there'll be a snake there because there won't be cats in order to chase and eat up all the snakes. You won't realize will potentially come to Sakana because you won't see it and the snake will either bite the person or wrap around the person and cause the Sakana. And some guys over here, Rav, don't make a mum in yourself. Mai, what is that referring to? That make sure they don't go and fight with three people at one time and take them to the interior because they could go and potentially get together and one of them will go and have a tie on you and the other one will say Adis and therefore will cause your loss. And like Rashbam says, they'll split the profits between all three of them. And because they're upset that you're fighting with them, they'll make this kanunya against you and they'll be tevea from you. And number two, don't stand by someone's store and look at all the merchandise when you don't have money to buy. And Rashbam points out, if the Meich is Yisrael, other people will see you looking at these these things, this merchandise, they'll think that you're buying and they'll stay away and they won't come and buy it and therefore it'll cause a loss to the storekeeper. Rabbi Nechadanel says, because because maybe the Bible will see that you don't want to buy it, they'll think that there's something wrong with it and they'll lower the price. Number three, that if your wife goes to the mikvah, don't have beer with her the first night. Now even though nowadays actually there's a mitzvah of beer on the first night after the mikvah, but those days it was different because Amorav, we need the rice, we're talking about over here, but I need the rice. As we know, nowadays a woman, even if she sees Dam Kachadal, they would sit for Shiva Nikim, and therefore by the time you get to the seventh day and she goes to the mikvah, there's no question that she didn't have Dam the night before, and therefore there's no problem to have beer even that evening. However, in those days the din was that neither the Raisa was the seven days that was normal to have a period. In those days, you didn't need Shiva Nikim for you may need this, and therefore by the seventh day she could potentially be seen Dam even at that day and still go to the mikvah and then have relations that night. But the that night actually starts to Yud Avyaim Benidonida, the eleven days that's not normal, which are considered the Yemeziva. And therefore if she would actually see Dam during that time, she would become a Zava and it would be also to have relations actually Al Khiv Karis. So therefore we said make sure don't have relations that evening because we want to make sure that she's Muslaka's dumb and she doesn't have Dam that evening in order to be clean and then you can have beer afterwards. And the Gemara continues Shlash Ram Sivir Rabbi Rabbi's Rabbi, I'll take you to Blah, don't go out alone by night. Don't stand in front of an air one you're not wearing clothes. And don't go into a new bathhouse. Because by a bathhouse, there was a potential that the bathhouse will cave in and there used to be boards. And underneath the boards, there was the hot water that kept the bathhouse hot. And therefore, you could potentially burn yourself. Now, how long should you go into a new bathhouse? Until 12 months. Until 12 
ones. We just said that don't stand in front of a candle when you arm the tiny. We learned to the bright star. If they on their arm, have a nichba that you could potentially get epilepsy. If someone has tashbimamita when it's light in the house or in the room, you'll have children that are epileptic. We learned if someone does tashbish while you're on a bed that there's a child that's sleeping on it, that child could have epilepsy. But we only said that the child's not even a year old. Once the child's a year old, there's no problem. We also didn't say God had to cry only if the child's sleeping by your feet. If the child's by your head, less but there's no problem. We only said it when you didn't have your hand on the child. If you have the hand on the child, less of there's no problem. What this means exactly, we're not sure, but that's what the Gemara says. Don't go out when you're alone at night. The time we learned to the price. Don't go out on Tuesday night and not on Friday night. Because this shade called Agus Basmachlas, he she as well as 18 Riboy, which is 180,000 Malachah Kavala, and they go out. Each one has Rishus to go be Machal by themselves. The Gemara explains, make her originally have a Shrikakuliyama. They would be around every single day and every single night. One time they met up with If not for the fact that they already called out in the Shemayim, they have to be careful you can't bother Kanina and his Torah, you would have been Sakana. If I'm so Chashimrikia, I make a Xer on you, you should never come back into the Yishuv, into the settlement where people are living. She said to him, I beg of you, at least leave me something because I have to do my job. He left the Friday nights and Tuesday nights. Besu Chadazimnon was another time. Pagabe Babaya that she actually met up with Abaya. Amalei she said to him, "He loved the Machzul of Berkiyah." Not for the fact that they're calling out Berkiyah. His Arab Nachmeni. Be careful on Nachmeni. Abaya was called Nachmeni because he was brought up by Rabbi Ben Nachmeni. As Abaya's father died during pregnancy, and his mother died during childbirth, and he was brought up by Rabbi Ben Nachmeni. She said, "I have to be careful with Nachmeni." With Tarasa and his Tarabas Chaticha, you would be in Sakana. Amalei, so Abaya said, "Chashiv Berkiyah." If I'm so Chashiv Berkiyah, because you're not that you should never come back into the settlement and to Erie which is inhabited forever from both of these stories it seems that we should never have these shadim around but the Gemara is we see that these shadim are around and we turn to we say that the ones that you see are the ones of the shadim that go into the Mavayas we are in the rows of the Krum which are out of the city and the Shamti society sometimes the horses run away from them and they go into the city into the established areas and then these Shadim have to go chase after these horses in order to bring them back outside of the city. And that's what we're referring to. That's the only Shadim we have nowadays. And we will stop over here.